Hello, welcome back to Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey. And I'm Maria. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year guys. Welcome, welcome to 2023. 2023. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I ruined it. Welcome <laughs> to 2023. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. I know. Like the years are really like starting to speed up. I know. You know? We're like adults now. I feel like that's <laughs> when you can tell like Christmas hasn't been feeling like Christmas. New Year's hasn't been feeling like New Year's. It's all just the same. So yeah. I think we're legit adults now. <laughs> Yeah, terrifying. Um, but anyway, we wanted to continue our little tradition of doing these New Year's episodes. We were just saying, like, it's kind of cute having one each year to listen back to. Yeah. Since we started the podcast, like, last year when we were recording it, I listened to the one from the year before. We can hear our goals. <laughs> and Even if we don't do them. Yeah. <laughs> we can kind of reflect on what we've learned about sex and relationships in the year and also talk about the year ahead. We want to do like an ins and outs kind of list. I don't know how it's going to go because <laughs> it's very much just like what we think, <laughs> as this basically whole podcast is. But I think it's kind of fun. So, yeah, we're going to get into it. And as always, if you want to share anything about what you've learned this year or like no Your contribute goals for the next year yeah contribute to this like ins and outs list maybe we'll make like an instagram post or like a tiktok or something with them so you can send them all to our social media that's extras podcast or you can go join our patreon and watch this whole episode and 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 you should definitely go join our patreon because this is our last ever episode in the studio yeah oh yeah this is the last episode in the studio guys so, it's so sad well at least for a while yeah for a while i mean i'm there, sure there'll be more there will be more there are <laughs> other episodes in the studio coming out after this episode because we've already recorded them it's like you know backwards time <laughs> but you should definitely go join the Patreon so you can watch the whole video episode and there's also like unreleased clips that don't make it to the actual episode on there. You get bonus content including like planning, voice memos, all of that lovely stuff and it's only £3.50 a month and you get to be part of the community and talk more to us about sex and relationships. <laughs> you know you're dying to. Uh-huh, uh-huh, 100%. So yeah we'll see you over on patreon but for now let's get into this little 2023 episode <laughs> maybe let's start with lessons learned you know? okay okay well firstly it has officially been over a year since i last had <laughs> sex we've passed my year anniversary of celibacy <laughs> so that's great <laughs> good for you yeah it was a happy day big celebration <laughs> yeah so I feel like I've really learned a lot from that mm-hmm. but okay so I'm kind of like in two minds about mm. it I'm like not at all sad about it which is like honestly if you had told me a year ago that I wasn't gonna have sex for a year I'd be like why not that I was having so much sex before but like I don't know I just feel like that's kind of a big thing especially because we have this podcast (laughs) like I feel like a lot of my mixed feelings about it come from having this podcast and like telling people I have a sex and relationships podcast and then oh I haven't had sex in like a year and they're like okay and yeah so I've kind of learned a lot about like people's perception of the podcast and also like 
Because mm-hmm. I think people just think, like, obviously they assume when you say that, like, oh, it's all about, like, just sex stories. But I don't really think that's what the podcast is. And that's, like, not what we want it to be. And I feel like the whole point of the podcast is to, like, encourage whatever kind of sex you want to be having. Whether that's, like, no sex, lots of sex, whatever, you know, you understand where I'm going with that. So, yeah, that's been kind of interesting. And then I also feel like, oh, I should go, I should be having sex. I should be going on all these dates because... I need something to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> but then I'm like, I actually don't really want to. So I should just honor what I want. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's been a year of like honoring what I want. But then also on the other side of that, I'm like very concerned that I'm not allowing myself to explore that side of myself. Because mm-hmm. like, I know that I do enjoy sex. And I know that I do enjoy like dating and like meeting new people. And I'm kind of worried that I've like abandoned that side of myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the reasons why I haven't had sex is because, like, I haven't had time to go on dates. I haven't had, like, the emotional capacity to go on dates. I feel like I've, my mental health this year has been, like, kind of bad compared to other years. And I also feel like I haven't felt, like, very hot. So, yeah, that that's kind of concerning. And my libido has been, like, shockingly low. And I think it's, like, just because I've been stressed and stuff. So that's something I really want to work on in the new year. And, like, something about this whole celibacy thing that I'm, like, maybe I should get back on that. But other than that, I feel like I've really learned about, like, my boundaries a bit this year. A bit. <laughs> you really <laughs> learned about your boundaries a bit. Yeah. um because like in theory i feel like i've said like no to people that are like not respecting me and like i've been on dates and like not slept with them Mm -hmm. even though like i so easily could have like given up or like given into like people from like years ago messaging me being like let's like meet up and like pretending like they really care about me and like I know that they just want to have sex and like that's not what I want because yeah I feel like the year before like 2021 was like the year of learning like okay I should have stand like I should have better standards Mm. and like because I have herpes like I can't be just sleeping with whoever's like not gonna respect like everything about me Mm. and then this year of celibacy has been like I'm not just gonna sleep with like whoever wants to have sex with me kind of thing like a little bit different to last year but like yeah anyway so in theory that is the case but we'll see what happens when I actually start having sex again because (laughs) you know you know I like to make gonna get questionable decisions (laughs) so I don't necessarily trust myself but yeah so that's what I've learned from my year of celibacy. So you're like ready for it to be over, but you're like glad that it happened. Or well, like what? No, I'm not like even ready for it to be over. Like I'm not like about to rush into like having okay. sex. Like and, and I'm not it's like really not like top on my list of things that mm-hmm. I want to do. But it's like if it happens, it happens, you know. But I also don't want to be complacent about it. So I think it's just finding that good like in between. Like, I want to go on dates, and if I meet someone that is, like, the right person to sleep with, then it'll be fine. And But I also, I don't know, because I don't want to put too much pressure on the situation, you know? Right. But then I think I, I'm such a, like, all or nothing kind of person. <laughs> 
Like, I'm either, like, all the attention has to go to this or, like, I haven't thought about this in weeks. Mm. Like, what do you actually want, I guess? As in, like, you you want to go on dates and, like, if someone, if you, I guess, like someone or want to sleep with them, like, you'll do it. But then, like, but you then you say, you do, like, you wouldn't do it with anyone. But is it more like you're looking for, like, sex or, like, a relationship? I mean, not a relationship. <laughs> The answer is never a relationship. <laughs> but then, yeah, no. But like just something like more casual, serious. Casual dating. Like maybe like a friends with benefits kind of thing. I feel like that would be perfect. Because I remember when I was like 19, I had so many friends with benefits and that was like the perfect mm. setup. You, you know? A little, like a little rotisserie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. That's a dream. Like I'd love to have like my little rotisserie of people. <laughs> But like also not really because then like none of them would give me enough attention you know only a little yeah. bit because I'd only give them like a little you, bit yeah you need all the attention yeah. but I'm like very selective <laughs> with my attention giving um, yeah also what's been crazy this year is that I've been having so many crushes on people and I think that comes from me not like not having sex because I feel like I don't know I don't know I don't know what it is but I've really been crushing and I it's so <laughs> unlike me like I've never been a a crusher in that way really yeah maybe it's because you've had like more space in a way to like crush on people because you're not like actively seeing anyone yeah kind of thing. I think it's just like the excitement of it like <laughs> they don't know <laughs> and then once they do like maybe now I'm like yeah I don't know <laughs> so you're into the secrecy yeah (laughs) but yeah anyway what about you (laughs) i mean i guess i've it i feel like it's i've been on the same shit for so long you know what i mean like i've spoken about how i'm like in a long distance short distance situation relationship (laughs) Um, they're in a four-year-long situation (laughs) but yeah like I don't know I'm uh, yeah so I guess I've spent the year in London and my boyfriend's been in Paris and yeah I don't know this year has felt like a bit of a like making decisions kind of shit you know like I I'm kind of like trying to yeah decide what I want to do and I guess I did decide I'm gonna I mean I'm moving to Paris like in two days so (laughs) I guess tomorrow when this comes out but yeah I mean what have I learned from being I feel like I've learned a lot and I've valued a lot of parts of being in a long distance relationship but I don't know I guess like when now that it's coming to an end and like we're about to like fully move in together in like a tiny space so it's going to be like almost an opposite relationship like it's just going to be like really different I think because when I think back to just the whole year the most we've seen each other over the past year and a half it's like 10 days so I don't know like that that kind of scares me that transition just because I don't know what it's going to look like and I I don't know I'd f- I feel like I've gotten so used to what it is now that I just don't even know what to expect but like I'm like nervous in like an excited way like I'm I'm so ready for this to be over but as I said like I did value the time a lot. I feel like it gave me like space to do shit like by myself and not, even in a long distance relationship, I feel like I, I'm like so bad at separating myself from my relationship and like 
separating my life from my relationship in a way and like a lot can all, like revolve around the person it's like really given me a chance to like yeah find out like what i want to do and ultimately like what brings me joy and like be able to like do the podcast and like have the job that i had and like be able to see you a lot and yeah but i also am so ready <laughs> to, like, be done with like the pressure of like you know the two days that we see each other like then it's like to me in my head it's like i want to like juice out every second because then it's like it feels so finite you know but then at the same time i'm gonna like miss like how exciting it was and like how how much fun we had in those two days because like because of that reason because like you know you really have to like juice out every moment but like i guess i'm like ready to be done with like the disappointment of like when that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't go to plan mm. i don't know there's like a lot of like like even the pros can be the cons you know what i mean yeah i think in long distance relationships so yeah i don't know it's like i'm definitely ready for it to be over but I'm like really glad that we did it because I also feel like it shows like you have you really have to like commit and sacrifice stuff for a person and like I don't know I just feel like it's made us like a lot stronger and it makes me feel like a lot more confident about like moving in into a tiny space in a new city that's like that is not new to him but is new to me you know what I mean like I feel like we have like the communication and like the trust Mm. and I feel like it's helped me gain a lot of trust in the relationship as well just because like of what I'm like and I feel like I don't trust like a lot of the time if someone's like oh I love you or like I won't like you know when I, I and I still struggle with that but I feel like because of the sacrifices that have had to be made and like the actual effort of like seeing each other and like making that time mm. I feel like it's really like taught me a lot about my relationship and like about the person that I'm with and made me trust that a lot more but yeah, I think it's been a great time and I'm ready for it to end. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared for it to end as well. But I'm mostly just scared because I'm like moving the moving to a new place kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's been a I think I've really enjoyed 2022. I think like I've been trying to think about it as a whole. And I think I've had a great time. I mean, there's been, like, some hard times and some sad times. Bad days, you know, like everyone has. But overall, I feel like I've, like, gained some perspective on, like, what I want to do. And, like, feel excited about it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, in a way, every year is, like, getting better. So. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. What about sex? What about sex? I mean, I did anal again. One time. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't like it again. So I feel like I've just reaffirmed. But, you know, like, try it twice. Like, now it's, like, a true, yeah. like, reaffirmed. Tried but, and tested. But I feel like I, I do a lot more butt stuff, though. <laughs> Can what? Like, oh, this is so TMI. Why I do hate I not that. know about this? I hate that my mom's going to hear this, but... Like, yeah, like, I feel like my asshole is involved a lot of the time. <laughs> wow. 
to not like stuff isn't really being put in there but like it does get touched okay not for him oh my god maybe i'll do that this year yeah that would be fun i reckon we'll do that this year i feel like moving <laughs> don't in want together. to put him on the spot <laughs> but yeah and then hopefully this year we'll finally have our threesome i've been oh, talking yeah, about shit. this since the podcast started okay, I well feel. that was even a thing that was yeah gonna happen. so we'll see about that threesome but hopefully it will happen this year mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that, that's the dream really so that's your sex goal for the year. Yeah, I think it's like third year in a row. <laughs> that's been my sex nice. goal. But then also, yeah, be and I think this was my goal as well, which I do think like I've done. You know, not as much like I'm not at a plate at the place that I that I wanted to be, but like be more like communicative about sex and things like that mm. and things that I find like very like <laughs> like the imposter syndrome that you were saying about like having a sex podcast and like my boyfriend will literally say that to me like when we're having conversations about it and I'm like getting all shy and embarrassed and like I really don't want to talk about it and he's like come on like you literally talk about it to loads of people on the internet why does yeah. it matter but yeah so I've been better at, that's like another goal you know keep improving that but i feel like i've done that a bit as well mm-hmm. i think i've like become a prude this year like, <laughs> like i was talking to my friend about sex the other day and i was like i'm so embarrassed yeah right i feel now. like i get embarrassed about it a lot recently and yeah. i don't know why like i'm like i was like blush i've become such a blusher this year like i can't lie about anything because <laughs> i'll just blush and it like, gives it away <laughs> but yeah no i mean also i wanted to say that i really want to sleep with women this year Yes, I com- I fully support it this. For so long, honey's lesbianism, twenty twenty three. Pretty much, I'm. I feel like my faith in men this year has really just like, di- like who knew it could diminish even more, but like it really has. So like, I just don't want to go anywhere near them. I changed my hinge to only girls. That'd be so cute if we both shagged a girl in twenty twenty three. What in your threesome? Yeah, <laughs> I finished yeah. Shaggy Girl. <laughs> yeah, same. I feel like it's been way too long. I feel like I'll just feel so much better about life if I do. <laughs> and leave like, men in twenty twenty two. Men are out. Men are out. <laughs> men are on our out list for twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty three. Sorry. I mean. Um. Yeah. And like every like dating experience I've had with a man for the last like. 22 years yeah <laughs> pretty much has really just left me like what the fuck i think i'm gonna be- i'm gonna become a political lesbian if not just like a straight up lesbian because i'm like this close to that right now but i will yeah okay so then i also have imposter syndrome about that because i feel so like i don't know i feel like what if they don't want to sleep with me because I haven't had sex with a girl in so long? Like, what if I don't know what I'm doing? Like, yeah, I but, like, know. think about it. There's people that don't even come out till our age. Like, there's some people that didn't even know that. Mm. You Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. they have sex all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that it's really not that big of a deal. And, like, when you think about it being girls, like, they're, like, it's, like, less scary. Yeah, it head. is. It's, like, it's scary in a different way, but it's yeah. definitely less scary. It's, like, more intimidating in yeah, a way. Yeah, because girls are so cool. Mean and like being rejected by a girl is like so much sadder than being rejected by a guy because it's like well i just want to be your friends any friend anyway if you don't want to date me mm. but like 
motivated or even want to be friends with because <laughs> we feel like lesbians are really picky like about what kind of girls they're into so yeah i've been really struggling with like girls only hinge because uh, with men they're like so fucking thirsty all the time <laughs> that you just get so many likes but with girls it's, i don't get so many likes and I then i feel like oh i should just change it back to men because i want the validation even though i'm not going to go on any dates with them i just want to see all the likes in my hinge profile so yeah dating apps are out as well <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i announced this before the episode i think we all just need to collectively decide to delete our dating like no one i don't know anyone who's having a good time on dating apps right now okay but then what do you think is in like if not dating apps then what like how are people gonna meet because do you not think that people still mostly meet on dating apps or no do you think people mm, yeah. mostly meet like maybe through like f- friends of friends kind of vibe? Yeah, friends of friends, and I think we should just bring it back. Like you know how like like vintage shit always comes back, like <laughs> camcorders and like vi- like record players and like cassette tapes and stuff. Let's bring back like retro dating, like setting up people on dates, blind dating, and like we could do it so much better now. Like, okay, not Thursday, because Thursday is low-key, like, grimy as fuck. But, sorry, still sponsor us Thursday. <laughs> take it back, take it back. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think we could do it so much better. And everyone wants an excuse to, like, get dressed up and go out. I feel like going out has become, like, and not just in my own personal life, but, like, I feel like going out has become more of a thing this year because of, like, COVID not being so big of a concern Mm -hmm. so like we're on the rise with going out people are looking for different ways to go out like people don't want to go out drinking all the time i talk to so many people who are like i wish there were more ways to socialize that didn't involve drinking dating is the perfect one you could go on sober dates you could go on like like little activity dates i know people have been doing this anyway but i think that we can make it a thing Okay. I think that's end for 2023. And I think so many more people would want to date. Like, okay, so genuinely everyone that I talk to about dating apps is like, all the people that are suggested to them are just like, end up being really shit and like grimy. They are quite just like a grimy place anyway. I always feel bad about myself when I go on dating apps. Mm. Because not only are you being judged, but you're judging other people. And it's like not nice to judge other people in such a condensed form all the time. And I don't think it's natural for us to see so many people in front of us all the time. In the same way that I don't think it's natural for us to like be talking about our sex and dating lives and getting imposter syndrome (laughs) this much all the time. You know, like it's just, it should be more of just like a, yeah, just a natural thing. And I I think dating apps are kind of like ruining it for everyone. I think everyone's just sick of it. And I think this year could be the year that they go out. Yeah, I see that to be fair. I feel like everyone complains about them, but at the same time, I just like, I feel like then that means that people have to be a lot more like outward and like active about like hitting on people and then that kind of stuff and I just don't see that happening either so I yeah. feel like even though everyone hates them and, com- and and complains about them I feel like it's like the easiest still and like yeah people... I guess now might also not be the best time because of like the whole cost of living crisis like people don't have money to go on dates mm. I was thinking about this, no, but then like, that's I why, think like, dating is such a luxury. I went on one date during this term, and it cost me, like, 25 quid. And I do not have that money to spare, like, ever. 
ever. I only have money to mm. like spend on food and shit because I'm doing a master's and like I don't have, and it was like I don't want to see this person again. Why did I just spend twenty five pounds <laughs> to go and meet a stranger in King's Cross? Sorry if you're listening to this. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe that's also why we should be more creative with our dates, you know? Yeah, like, I think people don't want this, like, curated, like, approach to their lives. And I think dating apps are very much encouraging that behaviour. And I think we are all just collectively ready, so we just need to do something about it. I'm going to start the dating app revolution. (laughs) Do you have anything else you want to see happen in 2023 in terms of sex and relationships or like you want to happen personally in your life what about like friendship yeah I want to I want to be more active in like making friends definitely that's like a big priority of my year Mm -hmm. and like saying more like yes to things (laughs) wow (laughs) the enthusiasm I know the thing is I yeah, I just, I'm not that excited about it. But, like, I do want to, like, say yes to more things. Because mm. I feel like I want to, like, be excited about shit again, you know? I feel like the more you do it, the easier it exactly, gets. Exactly, exactly. So I do want to be more, like, on it. But what I do think is going to be, like, more of a thing is, like, open relationships and shit. I think that's, like, becoming more and more of a thing. Really? Every I kind of think that they're not. I kind of oh, think really? there's, like, a backlash now. There's, like, all this, like agreement collectively that like polyamory and like non-binaryness and stuff has like I think obviously it's like so it's obviously I I don't need to tell you this but it's obviously great that like people are realizing there are different ways of like living like their gender and sexuality and whatever but then like because obviously that conversation is being had more people are recognizing how that can become like toxic like even when we were talking to like Rachel you know like about how non-monogamous relationships can be really toxic and stuff but i've been seeing so much backlash recently about like non-monogamy and like that kind of thing yeah i've been relationships yeah no true i've been seeing like backlash about like yeah how like open relationship isn't gonna solve your Mm. relationship and how loads of people are doing it yeah but i still kind of think that it would be like more prevalent that there are open relationships Mm. Yeah, I'd love to do another episode about open relationships and just, like, the different forms they can take. Because we've obviously done... We did that one with Rachel about toxic open relationships. But I'd love to hear just, like, people's experience of, like, a positive like a positive experience and also, like, different forms. And what if you try it and then it doesn't work out and then you like go back to being monogamous because like I really don't think that it is for everyone yeah no I agree and like I think the trend of non-monogamy is great like the fact that we're talking about it more is great because it gives people the option but then I also think there is like a certain element of pressure to like jump on the bandwagon and like try it out and like oh this will fix our problems but it really won't for a lot of people. Mm. I think a lot of people are just not made for that. And that's like so valid. Yeah, I 100% agree. But because people will be like, are more like willing to try it now and whatever, I do think it will work for a lot of people. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I never like thought about 
doing this you mm-hmm. know, kind of vibe yeah just like how to communicate better if that's what you want to do maybe we could talk about that mm. yeah anyway sorry what else is going to be in for 2023 i think getting engaged is going to be in but really like big i don't proposals <laughs> But I also think more people are going to elope. <laughs> yeah, that's also one I want to do an episode on is like Gen Z's like attitude towards getting married. I think everyone just thinks the same way that I do, but n- and no one I talk to agrees with me. Yeah, I mean, we disagree. <laughs> yeah, we so. disagree. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, people in Gen Z don't want to get married, but everyone fucking does want to get married. You freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? in or out drunk texting your ex or like anyone i think that's gonna be out because like not as many people are drinking (laughs) (laughs) just thinking practically here (laughs) yeah i don't know if that's gonna be out to be honest i don't know i think like a lot less committal shit is gonna be like on the rise Mm. to me yeah i think like sex parties are gonna be massive (laughs) in 2023 (laughs) genuinely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah maybe I, I don't know i i don't know if i you know i don't maybe? i don't i don't know if i have a uh, if i have an opinion on okay sex parties and their frequency in the next year fair enough i hope i have more sex next year i definitely will so yeah <laughs> i mean that's kind of like can only go up for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good anything else i do think like more creative dates things like that like Mm. non-drinking dates for i agree with that for sure Mm -hmm. um divorce (laughs) doesn't it always keep going up yeah (laughs) hot take hot take guys (laughs) people are gonna get divorced in 2023 but yeah did you see that study about like women are just getting sick of men's bullshit i mean not that that's anything new but like there's <laughs> statistics now to prove it yeah i see that anyway. on that note <laughs> happy new year guys yeah and look out for our upcoming mini series for the year we're gonna do one about pleasure and desire i think that's what's coming up next and we have some really cool guests that are coming on to that so definitely check it out and then we've got I think we've got some other ones coming out. None of them are like official, official, but I think we want to do one about periods. Uh, yeah, periods and hormones and all of that, and about um like LGBT, like more queer shit. So yeah, and if you guys have any ideas, definitely let us know. Yeah. You can find us at Sextras Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And most importantly, our Patreon, if you want to go support us there, you can see all our video content and some like special like unedited scenes as well as like other bonus content, get some stickers for free. Well, if you sign up and obviously keep up to date with everything that's going on and have like more of a like um, two way relationship and dialogue exactly and like join the community and support us. And yeah, we're like very excited for what's going to come in 2023. And we hope that you guys will be along for the journey with us. Yeah, maybe we'll even do another anniversary event. Yeah. Three years. It's also going to be like our 100th 
episode so mm-hmm. there'll be celebrations happening and you guys should be a part of it so yeah go find us everywhere marina just said and we will see you very very soon bye, bye. you've been listening to sextras presented by honey jane wyatt and maria jose hayo produced by mabel productions Thanks.